I want to preach to you today by the help of the Spirit of the Lord. I told them in prayer today, if, if all you see today is, is, is the singers and, and the preacher, you're not going to get much. But if some way we can be uh, transparent and the holy anointing of God would move in this house today and you actually saw the miraculous Spirit of God move, you know what? Your time would be well spent here. Praise God. In fact, that's what has brought us here together, and that's what keeps us coming back service after service is looking for that miraculous hand of God. So we're going to believe together today. Praise God. Before we go into the word of the Lord, I would like to ask you to join with me in prayer and just ask God to take and use us today to speak what words he would have us to say for his glory. Praise God. Would you like to join up with a neighbor? That would be good if it's appropriate, somebody standing near you, a family, friend, amen. We'll just all be one big family here for a little bit. We'll just pray together and ask for God's help upon this main part of this service. Amen. Believe with me right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you for that this day has come, this opportunity to speak your word. Thank you for all of our guests here today, saints that are here, and your presence that we feel, God. Open up our minds and hearts and let your will be done today in this service, Lord. Just remove us out of the way and you be glorified and you be exalted. That's our prayer. That's our desire. In the name of Jesus, we pray and ask in faith in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. God bless you. You can be seated. I want to talk to you today about uh, the road that is, that is less traveled. And uh, there are many roads in life and people have to make the decision of what they're going to do and direction they're going to take in life. It all started out in the very beginning that uh, there was actually one road and it was a road to God, and it was a road to fellowshipping with the Lord and walking with God. We find it in the book of Genesis where that road began when the Bible said they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. This was a relationship they had with God, to walk with God and to serve Him. Amen. Everybody say the road. Amen. We're that's what happens in life when we start out. We make that choice, and we make the choice of the road that, that we would travel. And uh, it was just one in the beginning, and then we see how the enemy moved in, and he brought another road and another path. He began to talk to Eve, and uh, he said to the woman, the serpent said, uh, she what God has said, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And then the serpent came back to put that question mark in her mind. He said, You're going to need the reason for this, ye shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall see as God, knowing good 
and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. This opened up another road. I mean, there was only one in the beginning, but then there, uh, through this act of uh, disobedience, uh, Satan showed man another road and opened that road to man. Jesus spoke these words in Matthew, the 13th, 7th chapter, and the 13th verse. He said, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate. And broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be that go in thereat. And then the next verse says, Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, few there be that find it. Now, the job of the church today is to help people find their way through life. That's what this house is all about. That's what this church is all about. That's what these songs have been about today. And that's what the preached Word of God is about today, is to help people in their journey through life to find and get on that right road. And notice how Jesus described it. He said, enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. Notice this, underline this in your mind today. Many, everybody say many. Say it with me again today. Many, many there be which go in thereat. Many. And then he tells us why. He said because, everybody say because. Because straight is the gate. Again, because narrow is the way which leadeth unto, everybody say, life. And guess what happens there? And few, would you say few with me? Few there be that find it. So that will help you to decide what road you're traveling on today. If you're on a road and there's a lot of people on the road and it's a wide lifestyle and a wide way of living and many ways of living, then that will help you to define what road you're traveling. He said, the reason that there's not too many on this straight, at the straight gate and narrow way that leads to life, it is because it is straight and it is narrow that is set before us. The road is the right set of principles that we're looking for, for living and traveling on. We're looking for the right set of principles to live by and how to live and deal with this world and in our life. Our life, as we know, is very short. We're here for a short time. So what little time we've got, we've just got to dig in. We've got to study the Bible. Everybody say, study the Bible. Wouldn't it be great today that every one of us in this building make a new commitment to actually study the Bible and take the Bible as our road map, amen, and that will lead us to the right road, that will lead us down the right path, 
So it's easy to identify these two different roads. One is wide. One, it leads to destruction. One road, uh, there's many. Everybody say many again. Many that's on that road. The other road is a straight gate. It's a narrow way which leadeth to, everybody say, life. Amen. There is few. There is few. Isn't that sad? Don't that just hurt your heart to think about it today? That people will journey through life and there will be few that will find the right road. The reason, because, the reason it is that it's so hard to find the right road, and let me warn you of this today and, and uh, flag it for you, is because the flesh is so resistant. It will resist the things of God. Amen. The flesh is so against the things of God and spirituality and walking with God. The apostle Paul said, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God. Listen to this. It's not subject. And then he says, neither indeed can be. There's no way that the carnal mind can see and understand the things of God and be subject to the laws of God. So then that they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Absolutely no way you'll be able to please God in the flesh. He said, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. And that's a capital S talking about the Holy Ghost. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Oh, God, help us today on this Easter Sunday, 2006. May all of us everywhere, all over this building, up in the balcony, everywhere today, may every one of us in this house re-examine and consider. And while we're here today, pause for a few minutes to think. Everybody say, think. Everybody say, think. Think with me today. What road am I traveling on? And where will this road end up? Amen. That's the weighty thing today is that we find the right road. Hallelujah. That we have all things to search after. To all, all the things in this life that we will desire and, 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 and the things that will come our way. And, and then the wishes and the hopes and what we seek. May at the top of the list, every one of us in this building today would seek and wish and desire. Amen. God, I certainly want to be on the right road. Because if we're not on the right road, you know what happens. The Bible said that broad road and that wrong road leads to destruction. We don't want to, we don't want to end up there. We want to end up on the road that leads to Everybody say life. Amen. We want to end up on the road that leads to life, yet we've got this monkey on our back. We've got this problem on our hands. 
Amen. And it's the problem of our flesh. It's not that we cannot see. I think I'm making it very elementary here today. I think anybody can understand. I think you've already visualized it in your mind. You can see that wide road where people are journeying today and they're just living any kind of lifestyle. If they want to be a pervert, they're perverted. Amen. If they want to be an adulterer, they're an adulterer. If they want to be a fornicator, they're a fornicator. If they want to take God's name in the vein, they just take God's name in vain. That is that wide road that they're traveling on. Amen. That they're going down. I think everybody's already seen it. Then I think you can see that narrow road that I'm talking about. And Jesus said, because it's straight and because it's narrow, he said there's going to be a few people ever be able to find it. Wouldn't it be something today if the Holy Ghost would walk through this house and just jerk the shade right off of somebody's eyes that they could see the right road that they could see the good life that they could see the things they need to see and understand the things they need to understand and say I'll tell you what I may not do something great today I may not even walk down to the front I may not even pray but in my heart I'm going to make up in my mind I'm fixing to start setting my sail I'm fixing to start turning my direction. I'm fixing to start turning toward that road that leads to life. That's what the world's looking for today. Everybody's looking for life. Everybody's looking for peace and all the good things of God. And I thank God today uh, through the revelation of the Spirit of the Holy Ghost, uh, Brother Dotson, uh, he showed us uh, where real life is at. Uh, Clap your hands to the Lord and thank him for it. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen. The battle is on this flesh. The battle is, is that we battle with our and struggle, and our flesh resist, is resistant to the things of God. Amen. Amen. A man wrote a book, It's the Road Less Traveled, Scott Peck, back in 1978. And he talked about life and it being difficult. On the right road, it's always, it's difficult. This, he said, is a great truth. Once we see this truth that life is difficult, then we transcend it, and it's no longer even matters. Once you understand that you have to discipline your flesh, amen, you understand the difficulty of that, then all at once you transcend that problem until it's no longer even a problem. He talked about disciplining our life on the road that is less traveled. You delay gratification. You take pain instead of pleasure. You accept responsibility. You don't blame others. You dedicate yourself to truth and to reality. You see the world for what it is. You quit blaming your mother and your daddy and your grandparents and grandpa and everybody else for the things you do wrong. Amen. And you take responsibility for your own life. You dedicate yourself to seek after reality and to deal with the truth as it is. And then you seek for that balance in your life and what is really 
important in life. Oh, help us today, God. God's got a way for us to walk. God's got a work for us to do. And that's why we have to discipline ourselves as children of God to do the will of God. Isaiah said, go through, go through the gates. Prepare ye the way of the people. Cast up, cast up the highway. Gather out the stones, lift up a standard for the people. Behold, the Lord hath proclaimed unto the end of the world, saying, Ye daughters of Sion, the Lord hath proclaimed unto the end of the world. That's where we're at. To the daughters of Zion, behold, thy salvation cometh. He's talking about Jesus Christ. Behold, his reward is with him. He's talking about the Holy Ghost. And he said his work is before him. He was talking about the cross. He said, and they shall call them the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord. And they shall be called and sought out a city not forsaken and a highway shall be there and away and it shall be called the way of holiness and unclean shall not pass over it but it shall be for those the wayfaring man though fools shall not err therein and there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse. A branch shall grow out of his roots. You know who he's talking about is Jesus Christ. Everybody say Jesus Christ. Isaiah was prophesying that there's going to be a rod that's going to come out of the house of Jesse. A branch shall grow out of the roots and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him talking about Jesus and the spirit of wisdom and understanding and the spirit of counsel, might, might, and the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Oh, thank God. And he said, and there shall be a highway for the remnant of his people and which shall be left like as it was to Israel in the day he came up out of the land of Egypt. And when they came up out of the land of Egypt, you know what they told them? They told Esau's family that was left there living in that country, Edomites, they said, look, let me tell you something. Let us pass, I pray thee, through thy country. We will not pass through thy fields or through thy vineyards. Neither will we drink of the water of the well. We will go by the king's highway. We will not turn to the right hand nor to the left until we have passed through the borders. Amen. You know what it sounds like I'm preaching about today? I'm preaching about the king's highway. I'm preaching about the king's highway that God has chosen for his people, that God has called us into. Thank God for the king's highway, that straight and narrow path that God has given us to walk on. I think about the benefits of living on the King's Highway. You find the fruit of the Spirit on the King's Highway. You find love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, temperance. Amen. All these things you find on the King's Highway. You find the second thing you find is contentment on the King's Highway. You don't have to be troubled and agitated today. You can have the peace and the joy of the Holy Ghost in your heart. You can find contentment on the King's Highway. 
People's lives are so troubled. They're so tore up looking and searching and reaching and trying to find what Amen. will bring them happiness. But I want to tell you today, the real happiness is in knowing Jesus Christ. It's in walking and living on this king's highway. Thank God. Here's another rich, wonderful benefit to the king's highway is God will fight your battles. He said, vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. So there's three great benefits to living on the king's highway. One of them is the fruit of the Spirit. You don't have to deal in the works of the flesh. You can live in the fruit of the Spirit. The second great benefit of living on the King's Highway is that you have peace and you have contentment in the Lord. The third great benefit of living on the King's Highway is you don't have to fight your own battles. You can let God take care of the battle. Amen. You can just throw in the towel and not worry about it and say, God, it's all in your hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Clap your hands to the Lord. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. 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 Lots of, lots of different direction, but I want to tell you we found the best way. Amen. We found the way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's, it's straight and it's narrow. It's a place for discipline, but oh, it's a good place. It's a rich place. It's a place for life. Hallelujah. Because you know what happens? It puts you over on the king's highway. Hallelujah. You get off the Broadway and you get on the King's Highway. And when you're traveling on the King's Highway, it's just good. Amen. It's going to be just right. It's going to be all right. Hallelujah. Think about living a life. Think about living a life where you can just enjoy the fruit of the Spirit. You can enjoy peace, love, joy. Amen. All these good things. And then just think about having the fruit of contentment. I'm satisfied. I'm happy. You know, some people, they're never happy. They, they're, they're miserable. They're always searching. They're always uh, uh, reaching, uh, changing churches, trying to find something. Uh, they just can't get contented. Uh, they just can't find peace. Uh, they just can't settle down. Uh, they can't ever get in God's house and just put their feet under the table and say, this is it. Uh, I have arrived. Uh, about the time they think they've got to get settled, uh, then something starts stirring in their spirit, uh, and they start wanting to do something else and, and do this or do that. Uh, they just can't get content in the house of God. Just think about living for God and having God to be your defense and having God to fight your battles. You don't have to fight them yourself. You can go home and sleep real good tonight. You can rest real good because you can turn all those cares. He said, cast all your cares on me. He said, because I care for you. Hey Amen. You just let me care the load. Hey Amen. Somebody remarked to me, said, you sure care a heavy load. I was praying about it one day and it seemed like a voice just spoke back to me and said, well, who cares how heavy the load if Jesus is carrying the load? Hey Amen. You can go ahead and set the suitcases down. It's like riding the elevator. It'll carry you and the suitcases both right on up. Hey Amen. That is the benefit of switching roads and getting off the broad road and getting over on the straight and narrow road. You will have life 
life. You'll have peace. You'll have joy. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Mike, praise God. Amen. Well, we're going to have a little song right yes, now. Yes, it's Y'all. a highway to heaven, oh, yeah. and none can walk up there, yes. but the pure in heart. It's the highway to heaven, I'm walking up the king's highway, yes, it's the Somebody's going to switch roads today. And none can walk Oh, up there. yes. Hallelujah. But the pure in heart, it's the highway to heaven. I'm walking up the king's highway. One more time, everybody. Yes, it's the highway to heaven. And I can walk up there. Clap your hands to the Lord and thank him for it. Woo, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Thank God. Ten years ago, Brother uh, Edwards, Tim Edwards, amen, came to church on Easter Sunday, first Sunday. Hallelujah. Got the Holy Ghost Sunday night. Amen. Praise God, praise God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. You know what? Every person here today, we got a mission on us, and the mission is to help somebody get on the King's Highway. I wonder if I get them to clap up in the balcony today. Amen. The mission... Everybody say the mission. The mission is to help somebody get on the king's highway. Love somebody on the king's highway. Pray somebody on the king's highway. Help somebody get up and get on the king's highway. Somebody that's carrying a heavy load, amen, get over on the king's highway. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus said, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. He said unto them, go ye into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Just go tell somebody about this wonderful God. Hallelujah. He, he gave a parable of a man that made a great supper and bid many. And then he sent out his servants and said, come, for all things are now ready. Right now, it's ready. And they all with one consent begin to make excuse The first said unto him, I bought a piece of ground. I must go and see it. I pray thee, have me excused. And the other said, I bought five yoke of oxen. Amen. And I must go prove them. I pray thee, have me excused. The third one said, I've married a wife. And he just honest and straightforward and said, I just cannot come. 
Amen. The Bible said, so the servant came and shewed the Lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servants, go out quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city, bring thither the poor, the maimed, the halt, and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded. Listen to this. And yet there is room. And the Lord said unto the servants, go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house could be filled. Hey Amen. Clap your hands to the Lord. The mission of the church. Hey Amen. That's the reason we're here is to help somebody get up on the king's highway. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus spoke about a man that was journeying from Jerusalem down to Jericho. He fell among thieves. He was stripped of his raiment. He was wounded, departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance there came a priest by the way that saw him and they passed on the other side. There was a Levite, the Bible said, that went, he, he was come to that place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. But then, oh, thank you, Jesus, but a certain Samaritan, a certain Samaritan, and thank God we know who the good Samaritan was. It was Jesus. As he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him, and he went to him, and he bound up his wounds. He poured in the oil and the wine and set him on his own beast and brought him unto the inn and took care of him. Oh, thank God for this wonderful glorious truth and wonderful blessing of knowing this truth and knowing it's the king's highway we're traveling on. If you want to know which road to travel on, it's the king's highway. And that king's highway is a straight and narrow way, but thank God it leads to life everlasting and peace of God. Thank you, Jesus, for this wonderful glorious truth that has been given to us today to know this wonderful truth. And that's what we celebrate here today. That's why we're excited, amen, because he's no longer in the grave, but he's come forth victorious. Amen. When he, when he ascended, before he went back, he set up his earthly kingdom for his disciples and all of us that would be left here. He set it up. And when he told Peter, he said, Peter, thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom. Everybody say keys. You know what keys represent? Keys represent authority. The man that's got the key, he can let you in or he can keep you out. And he said, Peter, I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom. Amen. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Hallelujah. Then the scripture tells us in the book of Acts where he came to his disciples after he had rose from the dead. And he started, uh, as they, the Bible said, and when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up in a cloud, received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, 
Why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you've seen him go up into heaven. And the scripture said they returned back to Jerusalem. And when they got back to Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost, Haman was fully come. They were all in one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting, and there appeared on them clothing tongues like as a fire, and it set upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And the Bible said, now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came, and some were amazed, and some were doubting, and they said, what meaneth this? Others mocking said, these men are full of new wine. We got them figured out. They're drinking something. But Peter, the man with the keys to the kingdom, the man with the keys to the kingdom, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea and all you that dwell in Jerusalem, be it known unto you and hearken to my words, for these are not drunken as ye suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass in the last day, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see visions, your old men shall dream dreams. Hallelujah. And then the apostle Peter, who had the keys to the kingdom, he preached them a message that day. And when he got through preaching, the Bible said, when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? It was the first time that it had ever been asked, what shall we do? Then Peter, come on, read it with me today. Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and all them that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. With many words did he testify, exhort, saying, save yourself from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly received the word were baptized the same day were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Hallelujah. Isn't God good? Isn't it a good life? Amen. Think about it today. Just switching roads. What'd you do Easter 2006? I switched roads. I was traveling down that broad road. Amen. Where they was cussing, fussing, smoking, chewing, lying, slipping, sliding. And I just got off that road. And I said, you know what? This ain't going to end up where I want to be. I'm going to switch roads. I'm going to get down on that narrow road. Amen. And that's the mission of the church. There's no purpose in these lights burning today. There's no purpose in this building being built today. If I don't tell you the truth. 
This is not a social. This is not the Kiwanis Club. This is not the Lions Club. This is the club of reality. This is God's eternal church and God's eternal truth that people are going to face. Listen. Listen to what Peter said. Jesus said, Peter, I'm going to give to you the keys to the kingdom. And whatever you bind on this earth, when they get up there, it's going to be just like you set it down here. They're going to meet it again up there. Now, I don't care what Dr. Spock or Dr. Nobody else said. I'm worried about what Dr. Peter said. Peter had the keys. Come on. Dr. Billy don't have the keys. Peter's got the keys. The po- well, I'm going to say it anyway. The Pope don't have the keys. Peter's got the keys. He said, I'm going to open the door and I'm going to close the door. And I'm fixing to open the door of truth to you. Come on and get on the king's highway. And that's what the church bring you, family, brother. Amen. Follow me out here a little bit. Amen. Come on and get on the king's. Let me have your other hand. Amen. Come on and get on the king's highway. That's what the church is all about. It's not to show off your clothes. It's not to try to have the biggest building in town or the prettiest building. It's about getting people on the king's highway, brother. All this other stuff is just a side benefit. It's to help somebody get on the king's highway. Help the man, help the children, help the wife get on the king's highway. Thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God. Thank God for a family. Thank God for children coming in, getting the Holy Ghost. And and I know, uh, amen, hallelujah. I know what I'm, you said, well, what about uh, children? I'm going to tell you something. One time children were getting on the nerves of the disciples, but I can tell you something, they wasn't getting on the nerves of Jesus. Because the disciples said, send these bunch of children away. And he reached out and grabbed them, brought them in. He said, such is the kingdom of God. So we're going to get the man on the way. Well, you can go ahead and dance a little bit. It won't hurt you. I'm preaching you the word of God. We're just trying to get everybody on the, we're just trying to get everybody on the king's highway. Hey, man, you're going, hey, hey, your trip's real short, brothers, sisters. You're not going to be here long. I mean, what little time you got to travel, you just need to come on over and get on the King's Highway. Say, so, you know what, it's, it's all right over here. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. And that's what the church is all about, is help somebody get on the King's Highway. Thank you, Jesus, for the miracle. Sister Katie, amen. She got baptized last Sunday night. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You want to testify? I was homeless and living in an abandoned car and met a brother from the church in downtown in Wendy's. And he 
not only fed me food, but he told me about this church. And the devil kept telling me, well, you're Baptist, you know, Pentecostal, I can't do nothing for you. And the first day I came, I hit that floor. And I didn't know what was coming out of my mouth, but it was real. It was the Holy Ghost. And I've gotten it several times since and been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. You know what? We need a church. We need a church with a heart of compassion that's reaching out for people. Amen. That man was Brother Mark Brockington and met her at Wendy's. Amen. And he gave her something more than money and more than a meal. Amen. He gave her the phone number of the church. He said, my church can help you. Hey, let me tell you something else. Tomorrow she starts nurses school. Ooh, hallelujah. I'm glad of this Acts 238 message. I'm glad of the real power of the Holy Ghost. Brother, I'm going to tell you the power of the Holy Ghost to get you off the one road. It'll put you over on the other road. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yeah, there's more, more, more for the church to do. than just try to be the biggest church in town, the prettiest church in town, have the beautiful building. I want to tell you all that's just side benefits. Amen. We were just praying and crying around here and God gave us all this. And we wasn't seeking after a building. We know God's not of a building. God is in the hearts of men. It's a beautiful thing when God reaches down and touches the heart of a man. Hallelujah. Stand with me if you will. God bless all of our guests today. It's Thank you for letting me open up my heart and preach to you how I feel. Thank you. Thank you. We know there's a lot of stories told on us. Amen. All I'd ask you to do is just stick around to check them out to see whether they're telling the truth or not. Amen. You'll find out a lot of things people tell about Pentecost is a million miles. Amen. But you just, you come around and investigate. Amen. We'd like to give you a Bible study and just set down nothing but the Bible. Not, not Pentecostal material, Bible. Just pure Bible. Amen. And show you where Peter got the keys. Well, I'm just hung up on them, Peter and the keys. Somebody said, all you do is accept the Lord. Well, God bless them and help them. Somebody said, you don't even need to be baptized. Well, God bless them and help them. But I read where he said, Peter, I'm going to give you the keys. And whatever you say on this earth, 
when they get to them pearly gates, they're going to face it all over again. That scares me today. To think about good people will not listen to what Peter said. Forget Joel Holmes. It don't mount a hill of beans what I've got to say. It's no more important than what's on the back of the cereal box or in the newspaper. But I want to tell you what's in that book. You will face that. You'll have to deal with that. And to let somebody lie to you and tell you, you to accept the Lord as your personal Savior. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. I'll tell you something. You better listen to what Peter said. Peter had the keys. Your pastor, your preacher, he doesn't have the keys. I don't have the keys. Pentecost don't have the keys. Peter had the keys. All I can do is just be obedient and say, yes, Brother Peter. When you say to Joel Holmes, repent and be baptized in Jesus' name and receive the Holy Ghost, all Joel Holmes can do is just say, yes, Brother Peter. Joel Holmes is going to repent. He's going to get baptized, not in a title. He's going to get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Not believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and stop. Believe and obey. And then as we've seen a number here just recently, get the Holy Ghost in the water. Amen. When they come up and out of that water, be speaking in a heavenly language. It's a language that God understands. It's a language to God. And the apostle Paul said, I thank my God I speak in tongues more than ye all. Amen. More than y'all. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Join with someone right now. Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the truth of the word of the Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for giving us this beautiful day with our friends. Hallelujah. Church here today, we give you praise and honor and glory. We worship your righteous name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your help. Thank you for your tenderness toward us. Thank you for the truth of the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. You know what I'd like to request from you? One more thing. Would you just walk right down to this front right now with me? Would you just come stand around this front? We're going we're to leave today. Visitors, you're welcome. Guests, everyone. You just, nobody's going to pray for you. Nobody's going to try to get you to do anything. You just come, come join with us for prayer and closing of this service. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Lord. Walking up the King's Highway. That's the way. Just walk down here with us today. You don't, you don't have to worry. I ask saints, don't, don't try to pray for nobody. You just pray for yourself. Don't bother anybody around you. Come on, we're just all one family. We're just going to pray together. Come on, make your way right around this front. Amen. As you move, they move, will move with you. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, God. 
Yes, God. That's the way. Thank you for cooperating. Thank you for listening to what I ask you to do. It's going to bless you. God's going to honor your steps today. God's going to honor you for just walking down here. Lord, we want to be right with you. Come on, let's talk to him together, righteous God. Thank you for your mercy and goodness. Thank you for your help upon our life. Thank you for calling us out of darkness into this marvelous light. Establish the truth in our heart of Jesus' name, baptism, the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Yes, God, yes, God. Oh, yes, God. Thank you for the opportunity to pray together, God. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Come on, let's just love him right now together. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for your mercy and goodness. Thank you for your mercy and goodness, God. Thank you for your mercy and goodness, God. so kind let me preach my heart to you i want you to know we love you here at the first pentecostal church our prayers are for you and god to bless you and bless your family and your life amen lord we thank you for giving us this very day 
We thank you for the truth of the word of the Lord. We thank you that you rose from the dead. And that is the reason we can live on the King's Highway. God bless this people today and go with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Out in the front foyer, don't forget there's gifts there. Amen. Don't, don't leave. Pass by it. Amen. We appreciate all of you coming today. You're dismissed. In Jesus' name, shake hands. Be friendly.